All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies podcast. Everyone is busy making nostalgia TV. We will try to sell you on some new bingeable Netflix shows when we rewatch Wedding Crashers. Here we go. And here we go, Nordies podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? So good. How are you, bro? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, we had a great first episode this week. We were talking all about sports. We were talking all about things that we love, like the Vikings and the Wild and Gopher Hockey and the Timberwolves and it's all kinds just of things. So exciting! And it right was all now. popping off, dude. The sports cast right now are crazy. They're crazy. Must because, listen because things are actually starting to go our way, and we don't know how to handle that. Well, we handle it by getting excited, and then. Don't worry, because yeah. <laughs> it uh, doesn't last. No, doesn't. we'll see. Maybe this time, right? Yeah, this time will be different. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, now would be a great time to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast, and also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from. And get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Do it. Do it. Thank you. All right. Um, what are we drinking here? All right. Uh, this is up from Duluth. Have you heard of... Ursa Minor. Yes. Okay. Um, it's not everywhere in the cities, but I did get it at that fancy omnibulous uh, cool liquor store down in, in Minneapolis. But this is the Galactic Face Slap, a hazy India pale ale. And I think it's just packed with flavor. It's I think super, it's super, yeah. super tasty. Yeah. Uh, pretty light, easy drinking. It is almost 7%, but dude, uh, I can I can get down with Ursa Minor. They've gotten really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm enjoying this one. I think some of the lesser known names have like caught up a bit. Stepped up. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know. Like Elm Creek. We've been, you know, yeah. Lupulin, right? For a couple years. So yeah. Absolutely. Love that. All right, guys. Time for Do We Care. I'm going to give it a start. Jonathan Majors. Oh. We got to start there, huh? Bad time to be a Jonathan Majors fan. Sell your Jonathan Majors stock. Yeah. Uh, supposedly he assaulted someone. Never been higher, too. Oh, his stock was at an all time high. It's coming crashing down. This is like John Morant. Um, <laughs> this dude is absolutely dropping the bag. He has everything going for him. He's getting the biggest roles of his life. People think he's amazing. He's got a spot to just dominate um marvel movies for mm-hmm. like the next eight years right yeah i and mean he's they're setting him it? up to be kang uh so yeah disney has to be freaking out obviously he is his agent is but yeah so some story came out that um you know he's being he was arrested actually for mm-hmm. abuse or some kind of domestic some kind assault, of assault yeah. of a woman um and he was booked and then released and he's out now uh yeah i mean his lawyer is saying hey don't worry don't don't get out of our like bent out of shape here there's a video that will totally exonerate him and so yeah sure let's go ahead and stay tuned for what comes next and we don't you know i'm not a men's rights guy by any means but i am you know i, I do believe in innocent until proven guilty so but tell you what doesn't look good I, I think my problem isn't that this happened because uh, I can wait it out on uh, stories like this. Mm-hmm. It's usually not great news and it doesn't always go well and it doesn't. It it's usually not... doesn't turn out that like, yeah, dude, he was just trying to swat a fly and, yeah. uh, you know, it's usually on. bad. But I will say that even more troubling is the fact that all of these people have now come and piled on being like he's unbearable. He's such an asshole. He's terrible on set. Yeah, he's horrible to work with. He's abusive to people. It's like. 
Yeah, it's hard uh, to get over all that. That part makes it feel like this was not just an incident. Right. And, and one incident is too many. Um, yeah. But it sounds like there might be a lot. Right. So we'll have to see. Uh, it sucks, though. I mean, it sucks. Like, it sucks for this woman and anybody else he's hurt. Uh, sucks for fans. Because, um, you know, dude... You want to see like a young black dude just rise to stardom, like superstardom. I mean, was? and he's doing movies with Michael B. Jordan, and I feel like they have a similar career path coming through Marvel. Um, and Michael B. Jordan continues to be a fucking spotlight of of positivity. Yeah. Um, so that's great. But you know, you want more. You want you want more of these guys. So um, it's. I just hope that either he can redeem himself or find his path back uh i know eric you do not believe in firm cancel culture and that you feel like you know for most things there is a path back for people if they do the mm-hmm. right things and yeah um you know maybe that's one of but these there's situations. a lot of work on, on doing some of those things and <laughs> when like, you're yeah at this point like it looks bad you got he's got some serious work to do to ever gain my trust and i'm sure many people's ever. and that's official at this point i'm not going to see uh ant-man 3 in theaters oh, right? yeah. i already wasn't gonna yeah, it was, yeah all right i got one for you okay? okay we're gonna change it up a little lighter tone okay um power rangers are back baby uh, i know you love the rangers I do. I do yeah dude you're like you know Blue power, and then the next is like red power, and then yeah. the white ranger steps up. It's morphin' time, <laughs> and then he goes, "It's morphin' time." Yeah, no, I'm just fucking around. But yeah, so the the, the original crew, I think most of them, yeah, uh, are back. Uh-huh. I I know I saw the blue ranger, black ranger. Mm-hmm. I think maybe not the pink. I don't oh, know. No, do you really want to see what's all become of everybody? They all look not great. Okay, but here's the thing. Um, I guess that Jason guy who mm-hmm. was was he the Green Ranger? Yes, yeah. He filmed some of this before he died, okay. so even he's going to be in it. It's going right to Netflix. It looks about the same budget as the show had. Okay, so it doesn't look like it's going to be you know some big Hollywood thing. I think it's mostly for OGs like you. I think that one needs Does to happen. Does this do anything? Do you care? Will I watch it? Absolutely. Okay. Do here's what I would do though. Yeah, I would have this be one last mission and then like all of their kids um were like not the same as them mm-hmm. like they were like different like they had different personalities yeah but they were going to kind of take their spots as the next power rangers okay and you could just easily make a cheesy story where they kind of like pass their powers on to their and really then they cool just kids. do a launch of a series hell yeah and it's but you wouldn't go with more movies at that point with unknown kids or you just doesn't go matter the series? Does it's it, the same. A, a series and a and a straight to next Netflix movie are pretty much the same thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> they're the it's same so thing. True. Pick pick your poison. Whatever you want to do. You want to do a series. You want to do a ninety minutes four episode thing. I don't care. But yeah, yeah. more Power Rangers. It's usually terrible. This um, looks particularly. I mean, but Rita <laughs> Repulsa's back, yo. The same actress. Oh, I don't know. Probably. Maybe. She's got a big mask on, anyways. Okay. I think so. All right. Um. So I don't care, and you do. Sweet. I care. Yeah, it's going to be terrible, but yeah. it'll be fun. All right, how about this? Um, the Safdie brothers. Yeah. They are going to start filming a new movie with Adam Sandler this summer. Great. And it's going to be focused on the sports memorabilia industry. I love that. So is it going to be similar to the last one? I but don't know. But it can't be. Here's the thing. Do you know that it could be Uncut Gems too? Do you know why? Because there was lived. blood still coming out of his head or something? Yeah, because at the very end... One more pulse of a heartbeat pushed a little blood out of his face, and that means he wasn't dead, in my mind. So they could do that, and it does sound kind of similar, right? I mean, 
what what was he doing? Dealing in jewels mm-hmm. and jewelry, and now he's dealing yeah. in sports memorabilia. Same actor. It feels a little similar. Maybe it's a prequel. Ooh. Maybe it's a prequel, right? And he's got his start in sports memorabilia yeah. with KG and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm so in. I just the Safdie brothers movies are so uncomfortable. Oh yeah, and so high anxiety. They remind me of like Go. If you ever, you know, probably mm-hmm. don't remember that movie from the '90s about drugs and and shit. Uh, just like high intensity, intense situations, usually like a very short time period. The movie will like you know the movie. The runtime yeah. is about two hours, and it takes place in five. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all that stuff. So I'm excited. I do care. And Adam Sandler is a legit good actor. And I enjoy when he takes stuff seriously. Yeah, I think he has really made a, like a great third act for himself. Yeah. Where he can do the silly things. He can do some serious things. He can do Grown Ups 5. Nobody yeah. cares. He and, just makes some money on it. And coming out in the next couple of weeks yeah. is the... Yeah. What was the Jennifer Aniston one with him? Oh, yeah, dude. That's right. Uh, murder, mystery movie. Murder mystery. Murder mystery. Murder mystery, murder two. mystery two, dude. Can't wait. I know. I'm all on Can't that, too. I, wait. I enjoyed Loved the, first, the one. first one. Yep, me too. Um, all right, so that one's cool for you. Uh, I got one here. This one's funny, man. Do you remember a little show? You were probably the biggest fan in both the UK and the United States, Taboo. Yeah, yeah. I liked Taboo a lot. That's how long this podcast has been going, because we covered Taboo. I don't and really that was, remember. You, do you remember, do you remember how years ago, how many years ago it was? Uh, it's got to be six. It's been six. Yeah, and it's been a while. <laughs> the first season had um, some magic. Mm-hmm. It had. Uh, it was a time period. A lot of peace. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of naked, uh, pantsless. I don't remember what drunk. his job was or like what he was up to. But I think he was like a. He was like a pirate guy or something. Like I know that the trade companies hated him. Trade companies hated him. This one little one secret will on make like the a trade companies hate you. Ship or something that burned. Right. I think he was like a. I think he used to be like a soldier okay. or something. So, yeah. anyways, weird story. I think it mostly worked. I don't think it was that great. Um, you really liked it, but I think that you know, as far as shows go, you get Tom Hardy to do something. You would expect to get a season two, and they never did. And to this day, we haven't got any more. And they just announced that they are working on a second season. So it's probably going to be two more years. But we may get Taboo 2. Does that do anything for you? Um, probably not. We're going to watch it, though, aren't we? I'm going to watch it, but I, it's so long in between seasons that I... And it just wasn't that special. If this was like um, True Detective Season 1, and they were like, after eight years, yeah. like, blah, 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 I'd be like, I'm in. Right. But that this Taboo? isn't that. This isn't that. Um, but it is the funny. The story was so messy and convoluted that like even though I liked it, it was just kind of confusing. And I don't know that confusing lends itself well to eight-year breaks. Mm, that's a really good point. Yeah. You so. know, the stories almost remind me of like those later movies of the Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's like, I thought this was a kid's movie. Why can't I follow it? Why the fuck yeah. can't I follow this plot? How could a kid plot? watch a Pirates 4? No kid could pay attention <laughs> no to it. No kid could follow it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we both care on that one a little bit. Um, all right. You're up. Okay. How about this? Um, new Broken Lizard movie. It's coming to Hulu. That's some uh, Minnesota stuff. That's yeah. uh, Minnesota. And the- Stolhansky's in it. Yeah. Right. And I think next week we might have Mark Parrish on the pod. Or we're trying to get that going anyways. Um. 
which is fantastic. We love yeah. Mark. He's my cousin, actually. Needs, needs to be on. So he's going to come on. He's got a, a you know a ton of stuff to promote, but uh, he's doing a, a big charity. Um, it's called Mustaches for Kids. Love Sounds it. a little sus. Name Kinda needs does. to be workshop a little they bit. Do but need to fix I already the name. signed up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to have a mustache in like a week, dude. It's going to be nuts. Um, so anyways, tying that back, he's really good friends with all those guys. Okay. And they do. They have a new movie dropping, and the trailer looked really funny. It's an R-rated comedy. Uh, it's like Quasimodo back in the medieval times. Um, all these, you know, all the the broken lizard guys play multiple characters. I'm sure there'll okay. be a ton of cool like cameos. Yeah. I mean, it's probably gonna be like kind of bad, like more like Club Dread or Slam and Salmon level. But I still enjoy these. I'm gonna watch it. I'm in. You're in. I'm in. Especially if we can get Stolhansky on the pod, then yeah. we're double in. Then we're like yeah. official like fanboys. Then I'm like I'm like promoting it on social media okay so should we get them <laughs> yeah all right i'll call them up um all right so i do care about that one quasi coming up in just a couple weeks on hulu okay all right that one is yours all right i got one for you here um another throwback okay, okay. good burger too remember good mm-hmm. burger welcome to the good burger home of the good burger this Can is I take your order I, I gotta say i can hardly even get through this i don't care but they are gonna make it for paramount Good Burger 2, Keenan's back, Keenan Thompson, and what's the other guy's Kel. name? Kel. Kel what? Mitchell. Seriously? You made that up. Kel Mitchell? It sounds good when you said it like so confidently and quickly. Um, but either way, we got Keenan and Kel. They're coming. Did you enjoy the first Good Burger movie? Kel Mitchell. You did? Yeah, I got it. Wow. Yeah, nice. did I enjoy the first? Yeah, you know what happens when you mess with Scott? You get put in the grinder. That's what they say. That's a line from that, that movie? That was Mondo Burger. What? Yeah, that was their rivals. Oh, my God. You know about all this shit? Fuck yeah. I okay. loved Good Burger. What a great movie. All right. Well, uh, there. then I guess you I mean, care. It didn't go great when they were in the, like, they were in the nut house. Yeah. With all the crazy people. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. And they were, like, dancing with them, and they were all, like, uh, yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> I don't think they could show that again. That was not good. Uh, it's, yeah. They, um. All right. So... I guess I don't care, and maybe you do a little bit. I mean, I care enough to talk about it on this show. Do I care enough to tune into Paramount Plus to watch old-ass Keenan and Kel? I don't think so. Ooh, it's going to be sad. It's going to be sad. Like, I don't know why. They don't need to make this. Okay. Okay, um, how about this? Hmm. John Wick spinoff coming Okay. to Paramount Plus. Called Ballerina? It's called um, The Continental. I'm sorry, oh. it's, it's going to be on Peacock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be on Peacock, and it's going to be a three-episode, uh, um, kind of like Sherlock, three 90-minute oh. episodes. Okay. And it's going to be set in the 70s in New York City. Yeah. Um, we don't know much about the lore of this sh- series because we haven't watched any of these movies. We're, like, out on John Wick, even though I guess we should be in. So we may rectify that in the future, by the way, teaser. Um, yeah, I guess the Continental is, like, a hotel where they like these assassins... And contract killers meet to, um, you know, give out jobs and the whole thing. So, I guess, I mean, if I if we do this rewatch and I enjoy the movies, I will be more in on this. Um, but they're doing so many spinoffs in this world. I thought you were actually going to talk about the, uh, like, um, Ana de Armas and Norman Reedus movie called Ballerina, which is a spinoff. No, didn't Another know one. about it. Yep. So they're making um, John Wick universe a thing. I, I get it. And I, they, that's what they got to do. That's what they do with all of it. Um, don't care about this right now, but give me like 
probably two months is okay. when I'll, I'll be ready to care. And then you'll care. And then I'll care. Um, all right, I got one. You just said Sherlock. Mm-hmm. And so I want you to know that Robert Downey Jr. is making a remake of Vertigo, also for Paramount. What the hell's Vertigo? Remember, like, you heard of Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock? Vertigo is one of his big movies from, like, literally 1975 or something like that. Um, it's a mystery, you know, mystery thriller movie. So, I don't know. It probably could be kind of good. It's it's written by the guy that does uh, Peaky Blinders, Stephen Merchant, which is a pretty good okay. hit for a My writer. friends are all telling me to watch Peaky Blinders. Oi! Fuck that. That show is... I can't... It, it's so English that I need subtitles on. Anyways, don't you always do subtitles? Except for in comedies, because they ruin the punchlines. Otherwise, oh. I, yeah, that's the only. I'll turn it up for comedies, and they don't have as many explosions anyway. So, yes, I for everything but comedies, I do put on subtitles. Um, so that's kind of disappointing. We just are waiting for the word that he's his next movie is going to be, uh, you know, the third one, third Sherlock. So that's all we'll I see. want. Why is he wasting our time? Yeah, well, you're not gonna see this movie. Hell, you're no, not I'm not gonna see, see this Vertigo movie. Remake from the I'm 70s. not seeing another Robert Downey Jr. movie unless he's playing Tony Stark or Sherlock Holmes. And that's probably a safe bet. You're probably not gonna miss anything good. I'm not gonna miss anything good. Why is he wasting our time? Yeah, he wants to do something different, man. So yeah, don't care. What you got? Okay. Uh, what about this? The mm. uh, Jar Jar Binks actor. Yeah. Ahmed Best. It was the Mandalorian. I know. This was a great was redemption cool. story. It was. Do you know what happened with, like, obviously everybody hated Jar Jar, and yeah. he was, you know, the character was blamed for all the the missteps of the first movie. Episode one is really bad. I mean, I actually like two and three, you know. Um, but Jar Jar took the brunt of that, like, that actor, and he was bullied relentlessly by Star Wars fans who can be incredibly toxic and he was, like, ready to unalive himself mm. at one point. And it is really sad. So, like, yeah. for Star Wars to reach out and say, hey, not only are you going to be able to play this, uh, you know, cool heroic Jedi, you get to save Grogu. Mm-hmm. So he's, he was the one. I love it. That saved Grogu well, from the happy temple. Story. From Order 66. It is. It's such a happy story. I love and it that. was, I mean, it was like, he, he was good. The scene for me was so heavy CG. Mm-hmm. That like the backgrounds just looked like almost as bad as bad prequel backgrounds. Mm. So I was like, oh, he's right at home. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a cool scene. It was heroic. And do you think we'll get more of of him? I hope because they just took off in a plane and barely escaped, and that's all we know. Yeah, I need to know what happened after that. Um, yeah, unless they're like, that's who Grogu was with. Yeah, and then he died of old age. Yeah, <laughs> like that's fine. <laughs> But I need I need. Well, it wasn't that long. Yeah, I know. I you know, it was like ten years or something. I need to know what happened to where he is now. I I do too. I want to know. I want to connect the dots from that until when they found him in that when the Mando found him in that. uh, Why don't they let me find um, this guy in, um, Fallen Order, the new one? Cal, Cal Kestis. No, maybe Cal can run into this guy. Oh, Jar Jar Binks Jedi. Yeah, yeah, that we don't know his Jedi name. Yeah, but that but guy. But I'm at best actor. Yeah, 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 that'd be great. Are you excited for that game? Hell yes, are you, I'm excited. Are you going to play it right away? Yeah, it's coming out at the end of April. I can't even wait. Ooh-wee. I'm excited too. I'm more excited for uh, the next Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. But anyways, so uh, yeah, I got one more. Okay. Okay, 
So I know that you like Trey Parker and Matt Stone. They are teaming up with Kendrick Lamar to make a new live action movie, which is like I as much as I like South Park, I think I like World Police and Basketballs as much or more. Okay. Like I love the movies that they've made. Did they do what else did they do? I mean, they did, you know, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, and, and a couple of South Park movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, then they did, you know, some plays, which have been incredible. Like, Book of Mormon is probably the best thing they've ever done in general. But I'm excited for this. And, dude, the plot is, like, this young black dude is working as, in, like, a shitty, like, Civil War reenactment as a slave. Okay. So he like that's Kendrick. That I I don't know if it's gonna be Kendrick or he's just producing and helping okay. to write or if he's gonna star I hope he's in, in it. it. I want yeah, to see him in it. I want to see him in it too. I want to see if he can act a little bit. But dude, I care. I I mean, it seems like pretty dark but funny mm-hmm. in a way that they probably. I mean, they can do literally whatever they want. But as two white dudes, it's probably good to have somebody that's like very in touch and can like Absolutely. sign off and yeah. make sure it's you know the right story. So. I do care about this. Don't have it. Doesn't have a title. Doesn't have a release date. This is the first announcement for it. But Kendrick Lamar with South Park. I mean, that's awesome. That could be big. All right, guys. It's time for Hot Rex and Not Rex, and we have lots of stuff for everyone this week. Yeah, we do. We got movies. We got kids things. We got TV shows. We got a little bit of everything. So I'm gonna start this week with something that I think is a hot wreck. Okay, spicy hot. Let's go. I'm excited. This is a hot wreck. This is a reality TV hot wreck, and I am excited about this one. This is uh, Netflix's Outlast. Okay. Okay. Um, this is a reality show that I would describe as part Survivor, mm-hmm. part Alone. Great show. And part Hunger Games. Ooh. That's how I would describe okay. this. This is a reality show. Um, the premise is, is that... 16, you know, survivalist strangers are dropped in the middle of Alaska. The only rules are that to win the million dollars, you have to be there at the end in a team. In a team. You can't be by yourself. And you can only leave by giving up. Okay. And shooting your flare off. That's the only way that you can leave. So there's no voting off. No voting. None, no politics. I mean, there are politics in that, like, you could change teams. Yeah. You could leave your team and go to another team and then really put your team at a disadvantage. But the real interesting part about this is that it's like a social experiment almost. It is um, giving people the option to act really evil. Mm. So you could do whatever. You could sabotage other teams than people do. Oh. They ruin their camps. They steal their goods. They make it so it's impossible to find food or to keep themselves warm. Oh, my like, God. They do evil stuff on this. And the people are kind of not likable. There's a few likable people, and everybody else is pretty bad. <laughs> and they have to try to stick it out and like stay in these teams as long as they can. But if your team isn't going well, you could just jump ship. But if no one accepts you and you're without a team, you're forced to go home. Okay. No matter what. You have to leave. Though. You have to give up and leave. If you can't get a team to accept you. Yeah. So like sometimes people. Are they there for a while? Like um, they end up being there for about a month. Okay. So it's a little quicker than a l- it's alone, quicker than alone, which is like and, a few months. And the people are way less skilled in their like bushcraft work than the people in alone. Yeah. The alone alone people... can be a very dry show, but it's like, you know, it has big triumphant moments, but a lot of it's like 
singing in their tent because they're bored and you know alone my my thing with alone is that it's interesting because i like to watch them make decisions Mm -hmm. like life and death decisions i mean i know they're not gonna die but you know decisions that like if there wasn't it's like pretend dying because you have to give up yeah yeah exactly and so i think like the decisions of like i'm gonna use my energy to build my camp or i'm gonna use my energy to go hunt set traps yeah like that is kind of like interesting to me this is a way less of that way less hunting way less anything it's mostly like game playing and like we should just go sabotage that team you know, and then yeah. if they, then they'll be cold and then they'll all leave. You know, it's a lot of that. And the, and it sh- the people, works or what? the people make it about two weeks before they turn evil. And <laughs> it makes me think a lot. I, I did see the trailer and somebody was like, this is Lord of the Flies. And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I bet it is. I bet yeah. these people just get to the point where they're willing to do anything to stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a hot and wreck. it's for a million dollars. This so is a hot wreck. For I a million binged bucks, it. And you watch on, on Netflix. Mm-hmm binged this all right dude That's i think i sick. watched it in two days i i it's I'm eight gonna, episodes I think that, that i'm gonna watch this tonight i it's think it's eight I'm gonna start episodes it. and i think i watched it in two days it was awesome okay this is my first this is what i turned on tonight yeah all right you said you had a surprise wreck i do and i just it's gonna be quick mm-hmm. it's old um i just want you to know mm-hmm. that i'm watching rebels oh <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm in the first season still. And you're like, oh, this is like a chill children's show. Yeah, and but I'm like, like, I'm like, oh, here's that Inquisitor guy. Mm-hmm. And oh, he's he's facing off with this new Jedi guy that I don't know. He's got a ponytail, looks really stupid. But um, I can see what they're doing. And then I'm like, oh, Ezra, like he's controlling these like animals or these aliens. I'm like, that's an interesting force power. So I am intrigued. I can see how it's going to get better for sure. Um, but I, I just know I got to do it. I'm trying to do it before Ahsoka. You have to. You have to. Because everything in Ahsoka is going to be based on what the hell happened in I want to see, like, dude, I'll be hyped if I know a character when they pop up. And I'm I mean, like, I think this show will make you like Sabine Ezra. Sabine or whatever. Ezra, Sabine, um, Harrison Dula. Who's the guy with the two arms or four arms or whatever? Is, is he a four arms or is he just like a big kind of gorilla man? He's just big guy. Okay. I don't even know his name. Does he remember. die? Mm, no. Oh, I hope. Okay, <laughs> I hope he does at some point. He seems like a main character. Don't right really now. care about him. Um, right. It's all about. You'll get some Ahsoka. You'll get Ezra. You'll get Thrawn. Have you met him? So Ahsoka's gonna be in it? No, yeah. I haven't met Thrawn yet. Yeah, Ahsoka's in it. Thrawn's in it. It's great. It's all right, just an incredible show. All right, I'm in it. I, I'm excited. So I just wanted to let you know that that's happening. <sighs> that's okay? so great. That's so great. Yeah, that's for you. Okay, I have another one. Uh, this is a mm, this is a medium temperature wreck. Okay. Okay. This is a medium temperature wreck. It's the number one show currently on Netflix. It's called The Night Agent. So everybody... Bad bad, bad name. Yeah. Everybody's in on this show that likes to like binge bad shows. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is exactly a time that that Netflix is trying to compete when HBO is dropping absolute bombs everywhere. Oh my God. You know, it's just like huge shows. One week off and they're already owning it again. And, and, you know, Netflix is dropping shows like The Night Agent. But I... (laughs) kind of like it okay i kind of like it um it's it's no luther fallen son but mm, it's up there huh no i like luther better by far it's yeah. better acting better writing this is um a show that we did like a lot called bodyguard which had richard madden richard madden british bbc production yeah. deal yeah it's very similar deal. to that but i thought that bodyguard was better and had better acting okay 
Um, this is similar though. Like people who liked Bodyguard will like this, I think. Okay. And, Which I did, so um, I might. I've heard a lot of people. I didn't watch Twenty Four, but I've heard other people compare it to Twenty Four. Okay. I don't think I would like Twenty Four. Well, I thought you tried to watch all of that show where, like, the lone survivor or whatever, where, like, the president... <laughs> Didn't you watch a literal, like, Kiefer Sutherland yeah, show? <laughs> yeah, I did. Like, a whole, like, season and a half of it. Yeah, dude. I think you might like 24. Okay, maybe I will. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not going to. But anyways, That's yeah, funny. so um, it's kind of that kind of show. And I would say that the acting is below average okay the the story is not believable but it that doesn't mean that it isn't fun and interesting and that's there that's different and so that's all of all of the the um like mysteries of it and they're kind of like trying to break like solve this mystery that's like a huge government conspiracy okay is fun um and so yeah i mean this is like ooh, what should i we watch tonight there's nothing on uh, what about this show the night agent which <laughs> you i literally to, had to look at it the name is so bad <laughs> <laughs> the name is so stupid that i had to look at my notes for yeah. that but yeah i i mean i'm gonna finish the show for sure well you're on episode eight, eight of, of ten okay so i'd hope so I mean, I'm, I'm although cruising. i've quit on shit that i've invested more than one season on with a few episodes left i would say this show is way more fun than good but that's okay, okay. there's a place for that absolutely there's plenty of place for like I've, seen, of, I've watched shit that's good that's so you ever seen slow horses on uh apple to apple plus no everybody's raving about it. it's the most boring show of all time i get that it's good it's boring so i'm not gonna watch it so there's a difference and that's okay i would say that it's less fun than obx but probably better than OBX. oh my god <laughs> that's scary well I'll, okay i'll tell you what i'll give you one I'm going to give you the JC one. Yeah, on give it the JC one. I yeah. think you're going to be like, this show is mostly bad, but I kind of get it. I get it. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. Uh, you watched um, a really cl- critically acclaimed thing. That was Puss in Boots. Yeah. And it was critically acclaimed, <laughs> actually. I think you're trying to fuck with me. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, just dropped on Peacock. And it is a very fun and good kids movie. Uh, it takes like it has really cool action scenes that kind of take from like um you know what everybody's trying to do now spider-verse stuff right into the spider-verse so it has like the lower frame rate with the cool swipes everywhere and it just looks fucking sick and i like the story it was funny it's got you know it's got that shrek more adult humor right where like they they drop in some swear words a little bit and you know it's probably more like a pg movie than g whatever dude my kids love this movie i like this movie it's been out for a week and a half or something on on streaming, and we've watched it twice. It's good, dude. It's like a genuinely a great fun wreck. movie. And Ta- Antonio Banderas does his thing, and um, I, I like this Puss movie. Like Boots I just enjoyed funny. it. Yeah. And at the very end, not to like spoil anything, but it's kind of an after scene, anyways, right? They um they like are, are traveling in a boat to you know land of never ever after or whatever okay. to meet old friends it's like yeah. all right they're planting seeds for getting a real shrek movie again which would be cool but yeah dude i i got to say for whether you got kids or not throw on the last wish and see if you enjoy it i think it's pretty good dude i love that that's a wreck that's a great wreck that's a wreck okay you also watched another really critically acclaimed movie and that was uh knock at the cabin <laughs> Well, you know how like I watch every bad Nick Cage movie? Yeah. Okay. I also watch every bad and there's only bad um 
M. Night Shyamalan movies. And so this was also on Peacock, which, by the way, Peacock has, like, a ton of stuff. Like, every time I go on there, there's something I want to watch. Anyways, and this was, like, you know, it's got Batista, right? Yeah, he looks who, cool who you should it. like. It's got Rupert Grint. He seemed like he was playing a similar character. I know they have nothing to do with each other, but he seemed, in my mind, like he was playing a character like the one he played in Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. Okay. Um, I mean, this movie is a little bit like... Uh, like what's the other one cabin in the woods that's kind of weird right and maybe not what you expect uh it's i don't think that that m night Shyamalan's bad at filming movies i think he is a good director visually uh i think he is good with you know his sets are cool his shots look good um his overall writing isn't bad like he comes up with pretty good like premises and plot but he can't write dialogue and he cannot get these actors to deliver his dialogue in any way that's remotely realistic um so the movie's like not good but it, like do you remember his last movie old on the beach where like you yeah. go to a beach and yeah. you get kind of trapped there and you turn old yeah that was one of the worst movies i've ever seen with any kind of budget anyways this is way better than that i mean this is like a fresh for me oh oh yeah but i mean okay. it's not good it's like it's like a 72, maybe. Um, I did find it worthwhile to like stick to the end to kind of see what the fuck was going to happen with the resolution of the story. Um, I kind of liked it, man. And I do like Batista in, in really everything he does. So, I mean, I don't want to tell you plot because it's really the less you know, the better you're going to be off enjoying it or if you, you know, whatever, getting through it anyways. Have you seen this weird movie about the guy who drops off the box? Yeah, it's called The Box. Yeah, did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Oh. It's similar. Okay. Yeah, that's probably a little better, but that also that also was like an amazing first act. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, they don't know where to go with this thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, let's move on to our rewatch. And this week, I'm excited that we rewatched Wedding Crashers. What a film. What a what film. A Who film. made this movie? Fuck if I know. I, whoever did, should I, know? I should watch more of their movies. Yeah. This movie was awesome. I'm not even going to like start and make there be any mystery. Yeah. I fucking love this movie. I did this too. movie, I mean, we're talking, it starts out with a bang. It's hilarious right from the get-go with them doing their jobs as like divorce lawyers or litigators or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then they go right into their sleepover, which goes to their first wedding crash, which goes into maybe the greatest montage in Fantastic movie montage. history. It's a full song of shout montage of them going to all different types of weddings and crashing them. Most of the wedding crashing in this movie is this montage. Right. And so I thought that 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 was just brilliant. I was like on the edge of my seat and I've seen this movie 10 times. It was so funny. Um, Right off the bat, you get just Vince Vaughn. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is his movie. This, this is, is the best Vince Vaughn thing he's ever done. By, right? I mean, by a lot. And he's, it's funny because last so week good. we watched the best Will Ferrell thing he's yeah. ever done. Yeah, this was by far the best Vince Vaughn. He, at this point, if I'm a movie studio and mm-hmm. this movie comes out, I'm like, let's sign Vince Vaughn up to a 10-year contract of being our <laughs> next big star. Right. I mean, he looks like he's so can't miss. He's tall. He's handsome. He's charming. He's funny. He's got it all. Yeah. But he doesn't. Right. <laughs> yeah, this was it. This was his peak. I also think that that they together, um, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, 
are just a match made in comedy heaven. I totally agree. The chemistry is absolutely perfect. But I'll add that like whatever was happening on the set mm-hmm. where it's the writing, everybody had great chemistry. Oh, yeah. Everybody was great. Bradley Cooper's in this movie. Yes. And the first thing that I remember seeing him in anything, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. As not Zach. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and he plays the biggest douchebag. Ever. But he's like fun to watch uh-huh. in it, you know, and he's good. And uh, so he's a star. He's super Rachel evil. McAdams, best thing she's ever done, which isn't saying a ton. But so, like, again, another person. True Detective season two. That I would have seen this movie and I would have <laughs> thought. With Vince Vaughn, by the yeah, way. <laughs> I would have thought Rachel McAdams is the next big thing. Yeah. All of these people. All of them. Like, everyone is so perfectly cast in this movie. Um, it's a great Christopher Walken performance. Right. It's a great performance by Kitty Cat. Kitty Cat. And See, uh, Jane Seymour. <laughs> she's great. Who, like, I'm sorry, but Owen Wilson just grabbed, like, <laughs> held her boobs for a scene. Yes. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, I, I loved it. I, I just, I have a character ranking, actually, here. Oh, okay. Do you want to hear it? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, it goes Jeremy. Uh-huh. And then the crazy sister. Oh, yeah. Who, um, she's so funny, and she hasn't been Isla in that Fisher? much. Yes. And she's married to Sasha Baron Sasha Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen, yes. Yeah. And they're both probably fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then we get we get John, who is yeah. Jeremy's uh, Vince Vaughn. Yep. And then we get, I, I put Sack in there yeah, he's after great. that. And then we get Chaz, who Will yeah. Ferrell in Will Smaller Ferrell. Doses was fucking brilliant. Will Ferrell brilliant. in Small Doses is so funny. And then and then down to, to Claire, who I, I thought was fine. But I thought she was fine, and I thought that um I also really liked... um. Uh, Christopher Walken, yeah. the senator, or whatever. Especially the, when he has to like, like he is funny. Secretary. Yeah, Secretary of State. It weird like associations with DC. Yeah. Like a, like distracting visuals of the city and like it. it the whole movie ends on like a like a view of the mon- national monument, whatever. Mm-hmm. So okay, but that's fine. Uh, yeah. So what was one of the funniest scenes for you? Like what you might need to pick two and then and then narrow it down. Okay, um, things that I thought were really funny in this. Um, I thought that the whole, just like their interactions with people at the weddings is the funniest part of this movie. Yeah. And like in in, in reality, it's just their witty banter between the two of them. Like I don't even have that many specific examples, but like every time that they're yeah. just kind of going off about things like maple syrup or yeah. anything, like their ability to just kind of like quickly play off of each other had me laughing from it's, start to finish. It's one of the movies where, like, usually when the actors talk really quickly, like, unrealistically fast and witty, it, it pulls me out of it, and it's kind of annoying. It's like Aaron Sorkin's movies, or like Social Network, you know, yeah. like that type of deal. Um, in this, it, it felt just natural and fun. Like, that's how they talked and hung out. I think that Vince's monologue to the priest... Oh, it's so like, good. You know what? Maybe she's crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> like, he, he's so I fucking likable and funny. I had a, an imaginary friend when I was a kid. Yeah. His name was Shiloh, and yeah. he let me win every time. <laughs> you know what? He let me win every time. <laughs> like, I loved him. Um, and here's one thing that we've noticed about the, the the comedies that we have enjoyed the most, and the ones that have made it on this rewatch, mostly. Not just funny for the first and second act, which is easier to do in a comedy. Yeah. This was actually... Really funny all through the third act where like, you know, you have, um, you know, your main character, John, who's like super depressed. And then he goes to visit Chaz and you get like a big shot of life in the movie with Will Ferrell's Chaz, the meatloaf. I mean, oh, that yeah. scene is just so funny, dude. It is. And, like he's they're hitting the weddings or the funerals at that point. And um, 
dude, I just thought that this movie money this movie was so funny throughout, like very steadily. I was I very th- impressed. I think so too. Um, and I think like the, their sense of like their styles of humor are so different in this. Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, I think that John, um, what's his name, uh, Owen Wilson, yeah, his like willingness to like jump into any situation was so funny. Like he didn't even have to say things; it would just be like he'd be like john my boy come up here and steer the, the- stogie's all right let's go <laughs> like, wow like anything it. he's doing i was just, just like what in. a hero like this yeah. guy's so great and then uh it's just like the like the speech pattern of vince vaughn yeah is unbelievable in this movie and like i just they're like yeah it's like an aaron sorkin comedy practically with just yeah. like how unrealistically fast and witty they are but like their banter is just incredible i truly believed this friendship too yeah and i, I think i like, did too yeah i think that that is when movies and shows become really good when i believe in the relationships the only relationship i didn't really believe in was um john and claire who hadn't really ever like talked yeah they'd never like been alone they took a couple they had but they had some alone conversations and they made sure to show that but yeah. they also showed the beginning and end of them like they weren't long you know um, they kissed on the beach like one time. Yeah, and one then time. There was, like, and then he was, was like, "I can't leave. I can't and, leave ever." And she, you know, blows up her marriage. I mean, obviously yeah. he was a dick, but I, I really liked the part too. When so that was a little much, and you know, the ending was kind of stupid in the church. But that's just you can't end these romantic comedies any other way. So I get it. It was short, at least. I really liked the part where um, uh, Vince Vaughn wakes up, tied up. I know. And there's like the the midnight rape, and then Dude. Todd's in the bed, and he's like, "Let's play dummy sticks." And he's like, "No, no, no, no. what's dummy yeah. no, no, sticks? No, 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 I don't want to play dummy sticks." Oh, and then he's like, "Get in the closet, get in the closet, yeah. you gotta get in the closet." Oh. Dude, he and then the like, dad's coming in, and then he sits on the bed. It's like touching the robes, but doesn't really think anything of it. Dude, that scene All is so it. funny. And then he shows up the painting. Yeah, the and painting. then they do the throwback later, where yeah. he's like. I want my painting back. He's like, he's the painting like, was a gift. The, the painting was a gift, Todd. <laughs> and he like likes it. He wants to keep and it. And then and then the, the best part is just after in the morning when he's like, we're out of here. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. And he's like, what's wrong? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe it was the midnight rape. Maybe it was my stock, socks being stuffed in my mouth. Yeah. The socks I wore all day. I walked around <laughs> yeah. and played football in, sweat in, yeah. stuffed in my mouth. <laughs> uh, I don't know like how much, you know, when we rewatch these little older comedies, we're kind of just like, I'm bracing myself for something that's like not going to play now. And I think old school was pretty good with that. Yeah, I don't there was, think like, there was, there was a, some lines of things, but there wasn't like, anything too bad. Yeah. And I think that, you know, maybe making a joke out of even a guy getting sexually assaulted these days maybe wouldn't fly. Yeah, it was a little much, but it was it, it still. Worked but he's for me. so funny. What yeah, can you do? You can't take the funny and, out of Vince Vaughn at this time. He I mean, peaking. I actually think that the most inappropriate joke was really funny to me. Um, it was just when the, the old lady, the old lady, yeah. <laughs> he was just talking and she just said, he's a homo. Yeah. He's, <laughs> Super. Well, how, about the, how about he's getting jerked off under the table yeah. and he's like, ha, he's so funny. <laughs> Feels so good when you joke. <laughs> God, I loved it. I really loved it. I had so many moments where I laughed and, and like, I, I could do, I could, I knew it was coming. But I still mm-hmm. crack me up, which you know it's fucking funny. Yeah, no, I think this movie was great. My score for it would be uh a ninety-five. A ninety-five. That's I really think this strong. is one of the best comedies ever. And I actually thought yeah. I was gonna like other ones better. And I think this has been 
Is it weird that like I agree that I think it's one of the best comedies ever, but I only scored it a ninety one, which I thought was really high. Like, well, am I like shitting on comedies for no reason? Mm, I think that maybe you just think, and maybe you're right too. That comedies just aren't as good, and you're they don't have to, to be movies. as good. It's just like horror movies. I like one of my, some of my favorite horror movies are like you know a ninety two or whatever. I guess I'm trying to kind of rate it amongst comedies, and maybe that's not unfair. Like maybe if I went through and did a really good job with this and took it super seriously, <clears throat> dude. 95. You don't have to apologize but for your fucking I, I, I score. I really liked this movie. I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I did too. I liked it like quite a bit more than I thought I was going to. And I knew I liked this movie, um, but it was, it, it felt like it, it could have been made a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like it just didn't, it, there was no, we would be blessed with a comedy this funny yeah. in the last five, 10 years. Like this thing is a masterpiece. And the idea of it was really funny to me too. Like yeah. I just really found myself cracked up about the whole idea and it just made me think, like, it gave me lots of bad ideas because I kept being like, man, why don't I crash weddings? Well, that's, remember, like, that was, like, a thing that people thought they were going to do yeah, is, like, go crash, crash a bunch weddings. of weddings. And I have crashed a wedding before. You have? Yeah, it was adjacent to where we were, like, hanging out at a bar and everybody seemed pretty cool. I just was having some drinks, so it wasn't quite spectacular, but I think that I wouldn't have done that if it wasn't I, for this movie. I was at a wedding one time Yeah, where someone tried to crash the wedding and that was by... Um, getting into an argument with a, a actually friend of the pod, uh, Riley. Okay. Okay. Hey, Riley, what up? Riley, a great guy. Rach. Yeah. Great gal. Yep. Yep. Great. What Amazing up? couple. Um, and I was at a wedding, and a guy who was very drunk from a different wedding tried to crash the wedding, got into it with Riley, and then punched through a glass window to punch Riley in the face. Oh my God! And broke a huge window, and then there was blood everywhere from Riley's face or the um, dude's hand. I think mostly from the dude's hand. Okay. And then so like, that's not the fun stuff we're we're looking for here. You know, I think that in his mind maybe it was going to work out as a wedding crash, and it yeah. ended up with like probably going in a cop car. <laughs> yeah. Well. So that's why it's but a Riley would have won. I hundred percent believe 100%, that. And I, yeah, I, there I you know. go, Riley. So, um, damn. So this one was good. So when I look back at the other scores I've given it, this is the number one spot. Right yeah, now. this is number one. And I think that they're like I'm not going to say it out loud with what we have. I don't left. know if anything else can beat it other than maybe one movie. Maybe one movie, maybe which one we're going movie. to end with. Yeah, we're going to end with, and we won't say what it is. Can we say what we're watching next week? Next week we're going to be watching The Hangover. Okay. I so actually, we're bringing Bradley Cooper honest, back into I'm gonna the mix. Be, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually have kind of low expectations for this. I do, too. I do, too. And even though I remember the first one being funny, I just wonder if I'm going to roll my eyes more than I'm going to laugh. I am worried about that. But, okay. but you know what? But I, it's been racked. We have, like, we've had people recommend it. Yeah. It's obviously one of the highest grossing comedies since 2000. I so. think also, like, what we found, we're finding here is, like, there became, like, for a period of time... There became this like thing where they were spending huge budgets on these comedies, mm-hmm. and it, how it was filmed, how it was written, who directed it, who was in it, big action set it. pieces yeah, and yeah, stuff. Everything in there about they it have a big budget became have... like these were these big blockbuster movies, and I don't yeah. really feel that way about comedies as much now. Um, but I think that I think you're right. Hangover dude. is was kind of part of that. They had to have like they start inserting like car chases into comedies yeah. and stuff. It's like, dude, they're like, the, what did this? Did comedies. this have any action scenes? No, not no. at all. The football scene is maybe the closest you got. A couple stuntmen needed for that, but yeah, uh, you know, sack lunch. Otherwise, sack lunch. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah. So that's it, guys. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Go back, check out. Our uh, sports cast, it was a whole lot of fun. There's a lot of things going on in Minnesota right now. State of Hockey, Timberwolves, 
some Vikings rumors, a whole lot of stuff. So uh, check that out. It was a great episode. And otherwise, uh, until next week, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast. Thank you.